I didn't expect to get like a fantasy epic when we started this film, but now I'm I really want to watch the rest of the franchise. Honestly, same. This is very much in the same vein as like the Matrix in the way that it presents its information. So I'm I'm really interested in that concept and how it's uh executed. I think it did a pretty good job. Yeah. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Netflix and Kill, the podcast dedicated to reviewing and documenting the horror films of Netflix. I'm Kai. I'm Marty. I'm Hannah. I'm your bisexual, half-werewolf, half-vampire co-host. Yes, this is the truth. Okay, uh, so we're designating Hannah as, like, the bisexual, half-werewolf, half-vampire do we, Kai? Do we want to each pick like, if oh my we're, like a vampire or a werewolf? Yeah. So I feel like Marty's <laughs> vampire and I'm werewolf, but I'm willing to be proven wrong. I I think that fits. But like, like I'm on it. the I'm on I'm more on like the hillbilly side of vampire. Yeah, like a near dark. Yeah, like a near oh. dark or um, uh. Just a little bit of Lost Boys. They're not really redneck, but like th- that kind of like that rowdy, yeah. bo- that rowdy boy energy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is so weird because when I was younger, I grew up with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I was always the asshole who's like, I'm not a monster. I kill monsters. Hiya. And it was like, okay, look at but, you go. <laughs> but this movie's about monsters who also kill monsters. Yeah. So we watched the Underworld movie. Um, the first one in the series of like, how, there are like eight of them or something. Don't Six ask me. I, I, I have no idea. Hold I remember on, seeing a trailer okay. for one of them at one point and Kate Beckinsale was on a motorcycle and it made me like oh. really want to watch these movies. And uh, I kept I'm thinking they were Resident Evil this whole time. I know. And it's, I was wrong. It's a little separate franchises. Um... <laughs> Okay, let's see. How many are there? One, two, three. Okay, so there's five, and then there's like a TV show and a couple short films. I love that. I love that. Um, No, I thought this was going to be like a trashy, um, half-baked franchise. Yeah. But this was so goddamn sincere with the yeah. lore and the acting and the aesthetic, like they thought this through and they were passionate about this project. It wasn't like, I don't know. Nowadays, I would think of, um, and probably Shadowhunter fans are going to kill me, like the the Shadowhunter books, um, which I did read a lot of in high school, where it's just trying to be the next thing and it doesn't yeah. really feel super. It's like distinctive. well. The problem with those is that they're based on Harry Potter fan fiction, and it's like super <laughs> obvious. <laughs> Yeah, and there's incest, and it's weird. Um, This didn't have that. I wish I had seen this in high school instead of that. (laughs) Yeah. I So I went into this movie thinking either it was just going to be like a a dark, not really fun at all movie where it's just like a bunch of people being hard bodies and shooting each other, but... The lot a lot of like what goes on in this movie is like really interesting. Like the, uh, um, the lore of like how things are sh- like you know the the world building and the way things are structured is just like super interesting and really well done. And I 
I would liken liken <laughs> did not did nice. not mean that uh to be such a pun but it happened um i didn't i i would liken this movie to like the matrix almost in in that yeah. like the world building is like so off the rails and like the the style is very similar and i think these came out around the same time i'm not sure exactly yeah. when the matrix came out but mm-hmm. It was um, 99 and this movie was 03. Yeah, so so like so a kind of similar. Um, yeah. And I'm not sure if like the Matrix influenced this movie at all. I can see kind of I mean, oh I'm God, sure 100% it, absolutely. I feel like it did yeah. cuz I mean the Matrix kind of influenced like all of cinema. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think every major director who's worth their salt afterwards. I don't like saying that. Every director who is sincere and is doing their darndest is worth their salt was influenced by the matrix in some way shape or form even mm-hmm. if they aren't aware of it the matrix was just such a cultural shift yeah like even if you haven't seen the matrix you know iconography of the matrix and this movie i think is making the smart choice of being deliberate in its homage it's not it's not kind of half-assed they're like nope this is matrix but with werewolves and i'm here for it personally. yeah honestly um, yeah this like kind of there's like a like a a force that is like reigning over these people. They don't really like have much control over it. There's like a bunch of wars and stuff. The only thing is like it's not in a simulation. It's like supposed to take place in like the real world. Um, yeah, well, I would yeah, say it's well, more they... like um, urban fantasy inspired. While yeah. the Matrix is more yeah. like cyberpunk. Yeah, or cyber goth, but like they still draw from that um gothic root i feel yeah. like that kind of industrial yeah. or cyber goth type thing that was like really popular during the late 90s and early 2000s especially like right before and right after 9-11 is like when that was like a really big thing so <laughs> well and yeah. the the plot structure is very similar in that this joe normal guy is the chosen one who is taken out of his humdrum life by this like really sexy um badass girl who's a part of this world that um is beneath the surface of normalcy that nobody talks about and nobody knows about but it's this really big war that hangs in the balance but nobody talks about it the the so funny yeah. thing it's, though it's is like even though like okay so his the this character's name is michael um the the thing about michael though is like i feel like he's like he's a chosen one, quote unquote, but he doesn't really do a whole lot. I don't think. Yeah, like <laughs> Sel- Celine Kate- is honestly like the POV yeah. character. Kate and I guess Jones maybe that's what's so. More. Maybe that's what's so like fascinating about this movie to me is like most movies would have the POV character be the newbie who's entering this world that he knows nothing about, and then he asks a million questions, and then they exposition to the audience, but like. Nope. Instead, we just dive right in with Kate Beckinsale doing her thing, and like, mm-hmm. I really respect that. It it kind of gave this movie a different feel. To yeah, me. I also really like it's the so idea much more of interesting like too. the because you don't see it a lot in movies like this, where like the more experienced like woman character who knows what she's doing actually like gets to like show off her chops and like isn't having to teach something to like a guy who really doesn't know anything and then immediately becomes better at it than her, which is, like, a huge trope in, like, 
chosen one movies and i i really appreciate that and i feel like that's a really good choice especially for like this kind of environment that they create in the in the movie Mm-hmm. They also avoid doing the fantasy trope thing that has become kind of the staple thanks to superhero movies where the villain is trying to change the world in a way yeah. and the hero's goal is to stop them. And when well, you think about that in a sol- socioeconomic standpoint, that's mm-hmm. kind of pro-capitalist and it's not, it's avoiding social change. This yeah. movie, it, I'm not saying this is like the revolutionary movie for the ages. I'm no. just saying I like that at the end of the movie the heroes have to confront, oh, we didn't know this information and we didn't know this suppression was happening. Mm -hmm. We need to do what the villains wanted to do. We need to change the world. And I like that. It's it's a lot more interesting and complicated Mm -hmm. than just stop the thing from happening. Yeah, so like this movie, the the lore basically behind it is that the vampires basically like reign over everyone and they're like trying to keep things like in a very specific way because it benefits them um there were times when i got a little bit lost with this movie because i it's very high concept and i i worked eight hours today so i didn't think (laughs) i i i I thought i was gonna like go into this and be like have a simple brain and no this is a very high concept kind of movie um which is surprising to me. I think we were talking me. about Twilight. Yeah, we were the talking about <laughs> and I think I missed half the lore just in that one minute. Yeah. I would like look down to check the time and I would look up and it's like a completely different scene and I missed everything. <laughs> they use their time effectively in this movie. They God do. damn, they keep things push in but like it never feels at least it didn't feel to me like too much there would be exposition dumps sure but i think the acting really sold it for me yeah. because no one here is re- i mean they're cheesing it up a little but they're they're sincere about it it's not like a, a it's not out of place it's it fits the vibe of the movie kind of like how the acting in lord of the rings is a little hammy when you think about it but it has to be to sell the fantasy that's yeah. how it is with this movie too mm-hmm. yeah I especially liked Michael Sheen as Lucian and also Bill oh Nye. Bill Nye did yeah. a really good job being the bad guy. I loved that. Yeah. Yes. And oh his my makeup gosh. was like on point. Mm-hmm. I, I kept thinking oh. like that's the guy from Love Actually under there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Davy Jones. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I'm from gonna... my understanding. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say shout out to Kate Beckinsale because, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, like, she's really pretty. Okay. And uh, literally the first couple of minutes when she, like, she's, like, watching the werewolves from, like, a top of a building at the very beginning and she's, like, monologuing in her head about something and she, like, flips and jumps off the building and, like, lands on her feet. My, like... I literally, like, in my head, I went, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, the leather pants and then, like, the, I think they're, like, demonia-type boots with, like, all the buckles on them and this trench coat and, like, her hair is, like, jet black and short and she's just, chef's kiss. Very good. I love this look. You look very, very hot. Love it. (laughs) And I think um they, I think Michael Sheen thought that too because they were a couple for a very long time and I think they met during this movie. So <laughs> hot. 
Um, <laughs> I that's all I have to say about hot. that. Um, well, I just Michael Sheen is also much more, hot I'll too. Explode. Yeah, the, I mean uh, this this movie does have the benefit of like putting everyone in these badass leather outfits. Yeah, <laughs> like. It's kind of hard to look bad and like, mm-hmm. you know, that leather trench coat boots, like, matrixy yes. look. Yeah. Everyone looks like they just dropped acid at a 90s <laughs> uh, leather bar. And I, how can you not be attracted to that? I kept saying this during the beginning, but when they like first showed Michael Sheen um, and like his like really long hair and like he's wearing like the leather jacket with no shirt on underneath i kept going that's the grave robber from repo <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah he did kind of look like the grave robber but uh, yes. then he like pull- there's like one point where he like pulls out a vial of blood and i went oh my god it's the side drain <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and i hated so much that you were right oh, like you gosh. were right on the money there is a but, type like, and i loved it and did the didn't repo come out around this time i think uh, so yeah 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 um but like <sighs> everyone looks good it's industrial goth um i'm my gay little goth ass just eating everything up in sight <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene where she like this... goes back to like the vampire hideout and everyone's like dressed to the nines right and, and like, like some I... of those extras in the background were just like mm-hmm. milking the scene there was and like a girl so dressed as a cool. flapper with like the really long cigarette holder and like, i would give sh- anything Damn. To see a bonus feature of the making of this film because so much work went into every single detail yeah. and you could tell this was a labor of love. No one was making this because like there was a huge commercial demand. They were like, this is a Mm-mm. passion project and I have a dream and I yeah. will see it through and I love it. Oh, yeah. Even though they yeah. were like very like you can tell they were like influenced by the matrix it's not a matrix ripoff at all like there's like some similarities but like i just feel like because of the time period and like the ideologies of that time period a lot of things like mixed together you know um well and i don't think it's a bad thing to no necessarily, i don't think like, i don't think that either i feel like that influenced you i feel well, yeah, like i mean i think those it's... movies are really good in different ways even yeah, I mean, I think it's only. I think it's only natural to be influenced by movies that you watch. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, ha- there's a bunch of horror directors who are influenced by older horror movies, and yeah, um, you know, yeah, Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like any. I feel like most any director, like if you ask them what influenced you, they're just gonna say another movie director. So, like. Yeah. It's just all, like, cyclical and, like, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, that's that's how the visual arts world works, too. I mean, Picasso and Matisse, like, literally had a feud, and their feud, like, influenced all of modern art. Yeah. I, sometimes I feel like people often forget that film is also an art movement, um, like, or an art medium, because, like, there's a lot of people who influence each other and like you can see that in the work but like i don't know there with the way things are now you would just think it's just movies you know um 
just like with well, the I way think one thing that's studio films are made now sorry <laughs> no you're good um i think what helps is when filmmakers are aware of how the influence works and they embrace it rather than mm -hmm. either rejecting it or completely conforming within it they're like yes yeah. this is my vision it is influenced by this because of these reasons like with the the you know vampire werewolf underworld um mixing with the human world i think it does make sense to mix that with the matrix because if you're setting it in modern day the modern day was super influenced by the matrix at that time so i think it fits yeah and plus with the mm -hmm. kind of emo aesthetic that goth the goth movement was kind of moving towards during that time period it mm -hmm. also makes sense i think it's just it was a it was self-aware so it worked yeah. But not so self-aware that it's like, ah, ha, ha, goth vampires. Yeah. No, yeah. if they, if they like, I mean, tried to set this movie in something, like, more, like, quote-unquote realistic, I feel like it would come off more like Twilight does. Um, yeah. In that, in that, like, it feels very dramatic, but, like, not a lot of substance when you get down to it, but, like, having it in, like, a dark setting and, like, playing up the the drama of it even more with, like, the visuals and, like, the way people talk. There's a guy in this movie who's a werewolf and his voice is, like, like it's so cool. way down there. It's uh, Yeah, it sounds like there. it's, like, modulated or something. I don't mm -hmm. know if it actually is, but, yeah, that yeah. was cool. Well, um, and it's so great how you can see different people molding the genre of horror yeah. to fit whatever you want. Kind of like what you said with Twilight, where they molded vampires for this, like, wish fulfillment romance, which I'm not knocking. It's somebody's mm -hmm. yum, and I can respect that. <laughs> yeah. But this is somebody else's yum, too, where you can take the same thing of vampire werewolf kind of lore and wield it into this action, uh, fantasy, sci-fi um I don't know if sci-fi... Yeah, sci-fi is the word. They experiment yeah. with stuff. They, someone um, had, had, had made a... In, like, a, in the very beginning, like, they, like, pull out a bullet and they say, like, they concentrate at ultraviolet light. I was like, sun bullets? Wow. gadgets <laughs> are so cool. And that's why I wish... Um, Fan culture was, sometimes I wish it was taken seriously. Sometimes I wish it was taken less seriously. But I love the ideas that come from, like, just thinking about vampires and thinking about, okay, what's my spin on vampires? What can I do to kind of mm -hmm. shake it up? And I love that. I think it keeps yeah. things interesting. And it's why we're still so obsessed with these monsters and yeah. vampires and these kinds of movies today. Well, I love it. Well, vampires and, like, werewolves and all of those things, even though we have, like, a basis for what they're supposed to be, it's still very open concept. So being able to play around with that kind of stuff is, in my opinion, pretty easy. Um, and very fun. <laughs> Could I give, like, a, a basic plot rundown? Yeah. Sure. We, we, it's yeah. 20 if minutes in and we haven't even really talked about the plot. And I, I apologize for I mean, that. Uh, I'm more here for just talking about vibes. But, like, yeah, people should probably know, I guess, the context of what we're talking about. Yeah. But I agree with Kyla. Uh, the disclaimer before going into the plot. This, to me... Feel, felt like Lord of the Rings, where normally I do not give a shit about lore and details, but just as this world unfolded, you could tell it was so well thought out, and you just enjoy the history of it, the drama of it. This is why I did get into Game of Thrones, because there's politics, sex, gore, 
war, famine, all these really cool things that influence a society and a world. And you see these things at play through these characters. And it's just so fun. I just love it. Um, Anyway, so werewolves and vampires have been at war for like 600 years. And there was the leader of the werewolves, Lucian, who was killed back in the day uh, by the current leader of the vampires, Victor. And Celine is working for the vampire coven. And they find out that the remaining werewolves are chasing down this human guy. Uh, and it is revealed later on that the human guy is the descendant of this ancient man who could, like, do anything with his body. Like, he could absorb germs. I don't fucking know. The point <laughs> is he could be a werewolf and a vampire at the same time. And the they awaken, like, the ancient leader of the vampires to try to, like, settle this and wipe out the werewolves. But then we find out that the werewolves were really the victim the whole time because Lucian's not dead. He's Michael Sheen this whole time. <laughs> um, and he married the ancient vampire leader's daughter and he didn't want the two bloodlines mixing. So he killed his daughter and thought he killed Lucian, but he didn't. Spoiler. And so Celine finds Michael, finds all this out, and then they put the vampire and the werewolf blood in Michael, he becomes a bisexual and they <laughs> destroy. <laughs> I love that. That's just what we're calling it. I just can't. I can't Bisec take it out of my I head. Mean, and bisexual is a lot faster and easier to say than half lichen, half vampire. So, <laughs> yes. And, and I, mean, I have been saying is, werewolf, can, but they do call him like bisexual the whole time. too. I mean, yeah. I saw the I way mean, he look was at looking him. at Michael Sheen and I saw the way he was looking at Kate Beckinsale. I, I see you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I, I, you gotta call him when you see him. Takes one to know one, like, in my opinion, oh. at least. <laughs> yes, I mean, this is a movie about vampires and werewolves. I'm sorry, everyone's a little gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, true. have, but have anyway, you seen um, the wardrobes? Oh <laughs> gotta God, say. The costumes for this movie are so I, good. I, I'm just so in love with the fashion and the, the props and setting it's so good. I love and it. Yeah, at the end of the movie, Celine and Michael take down the Uber leader of the vampires, and everyone kind of leaves them alone. Lucian's dead. Sad. Sad. Um, Rip. I mean, there's it's... like three times where you think he's gonna die, and then he doesn't. He like gets shot it's a bunch just of times. Too hot. He, he pushes the bullets out with like his muscles, which is uh -huh. amazing. Um, he gets like poisoned with silver nitrate and and then like that's the point where like i think like at, at least i thought that he was fixing to die and i and i said no king you're so sexy you can't die <laughs> and then he heard you and then he heard i guess he heard me and he he like wakes up again i guess it was just like a little poison he's like too powerful to die from like certain things but then he like gets shot a million times by craven the um Current the vampire, vampire guy yeah president <laughs> he lets the great thing is i glossed over that plot so quickly there's so many little subplots mm -hmm. and details that lead to the big plot events that are so great and well thought out and uh must be heartbreaking for the people who took the time to 
write that out for me to just gloss over it. But just watch the movie because those little yeah. details, they matter and they're wonderful. But it's really hard to get into all of it without There's sounding all- like an encyclopedia. And I try to keep things fast <laughs> there, and loose here. There is a lot going on in this movie there because it's very, on. it's like very like socio political type stuff going on like with the vampires council, and they're like they're like sep- they're like separating the vampires and the werewolves they're not supposed to like intermingle it's very like race metaphor type thing yeah um, I mean, the werewolves <laughs> did literally like used to be slaves to the vampires mm-hmm. so. and the vampires don't want their blood mixing with the werewolves and and the vampires make this big deal about being superior and being kinder to everyone, yeah. but really they break their own rules They're, and kill people just for fun. Yeah. Um, it's... Yeah. <laughs> um, there, it's a little more complicated than that, I'm sure, but, like, the, the main points of it are just very, like, this is a conversation about race portrayed in a, like, in industrial goth setting. <laughs> I'm curious to see what they do with the sequels, like, where yeah. it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, like, I guess my one criticism of this movie is I didn't really buy the romance that much. Yeah. Between Celine and Michael, but, like, I feel like that's something that that we have room to see developed later. Well, my thing was, I, I feel like I appreciate that this was still in its budding stages. Like, when she kissed him that one time, it was so she could trick him to lock him in a room so he wouldn't hurt anyone when he transforms into a werewolf. And I was like, oh, that makes more sense. Like, I think they're building the sexual tension because I didn't mm-hmm. see any, like, culmination. Like, they didn't look into yeah. each other's eyes and go, I love you. There's just a lot of, like, brooding yeah. stares at each other. And I think it's because, like, they're all they've got at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I do like that the primary motivation for each of them is, like, the stuff going on around them and all the weird things they're learning and secrets they're uncovering instead of, mm-hmm. like, just, ooh, this person hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's like, another another thing that I kind of really like that they don't, like, it's, like, not, it's a romance, but it's also, like, not a romance. And, like, I I really kind of like it because, like, what if your boyfriend was just kind of a lame ass and you're like a badass <laughs> and it, this is it's the Connecticut Clark thing. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I also like that he was a doctor. I don't know why. I just, I liked th- that he had something. It- he wasn't just some rando who had nothing. Selena's like, is hyping doctor. up her lame ass boyfriend. <laughs> I Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a vampire werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to men, but like... I feel like every hetero relationship I've ever seen is like a really cool girl hyping up her lame boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all the all the all the cool ones sometimes are like that, but like it's usually because like they also just care a lot for each other. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm a lame uh, ass, but I also love my wife. <laughs> yeah Bye. the greatest wife. quality Energy. to have yeah if you yeah. don't love your wife then like you suck <laughs> yeah like Gomez Adams like yeah, oh, yeah. be yes. the Gomez of the world gentlemen Gome- model, that is the model you can still sword fight and do cool things just do it for your wife Gomez is like it like 
he's not a lame ass boyfriend, but he's like a Yandere boyfriend who just really loves his wife. But she's like also Yandere. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yandere, everybody. <laughs> the whole family is Yandere. <laughs> well, and that's the energy Michael Sheen is giving off, not only in this, but in everything he does. It's just this confidence and willingness to be open with the mm-hmm. other actors and with the material you are given. I have noticed that in every single project he does, he fully commits, he fully understands what is needed. And it's this this overcoming of shame and of like self-pity, if that makes sense. Like I feel like me, my biggest struggle when I'm acting is I'm so caught up in how I am presented and if I am presented in a good way. And I forget that it's not about me. It's about the material and what I can do to bring it to its fullest realization. And Michael Sheen gets that. It's He's just not self-absorbed. He's just an artist. And I just, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, David Tennant is also like that. <laughs> yes. We love good omens. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Um, what else? There's also a subplot where I was, I was like, oh, yay, we could have a little bit of early 2000s misogyny as a treat. Um, and I do mean this endearingly. There's like a side character who helps out um, Celine simply because the leader of the vampires really wants to marry Celine because she doesn't want to marry him. It's this whole like. I don't want you, so you want me thing. And she's just like, I will help you escape so that you can get the fuck out of my way and I can fuck this guy. (laughs) Just, I don't know why. I just think that's amazing. It's kind of sexist pick me energy, but it's fun sexist pick me energy. I mean, like, it's, it's funny because like, she, she's so thirsty that she like, does the opposite of the what the person that she's nursing after wants her to do? <laughs> yes, it's she's really funny. Like gatekeep girl boss her way to the top. Yeah, she doesn't. She never fucks around with the the main lady. I think that's why I liked her so much. It's like, no, I'm not gonna mess you up. You're too cool. I'm gonna fuck around with the guy I want to be with because I know I can manipulate him. I love that. It is honestly kind of great. He ends up dying though, so like, sad, sad for her. She's not, she's not getting that, cra- craven D. <laughs> I'm sure she'll Honestly, find something better. Honestly, I think she's better for it. Yeah. I mean, I could see her becoming the new leader of the vampires. Ooh. She got the drive. Interesting. She did. Yeah. She did. There is that new, um, the movie ends with, like, another one of the vampire elders being awoken yeah. to, like, finish what the, what Bill Nye started, um, and... Yeah, I I know they're supposed to have, like, fuck him. old-timey names or whatever, because, like, I think Bill Nye's character is named Victor, right? Yeah. Yes. So, like, the... Marcus, the, Marcus. The, the new one is Marcus. <laughs> The name Marcus is just very funny for a vampire. It yeah. is. I feel like that's like what people call my dad as a silly nickname. So my dad's oh my name gosh. is Mark and like his family teasingly calls him like silly nicknames. And so that's oh. all I can think of when I hear the name Marcus. Okay, but my dad is also named Mark. Wait, I really? Don't... Yeah, I don't think I knew How that. Did not... <laughs> yeah, I don't think I knew that either. How have like, we been friends for this long and I didn't know your dad's name? 
yeah, it's like, wait. <laughs> this movie's fantastic. I highly recommend it if you love fantasy. I mean, you're going to have to, if you're not into, like, the Matrix-style action, big world-building stuff, um, learn to have fun. That's what <laughs> I have to say. Yeah. This is a lot better than Sucker yeah. Punch, I can tell you that. Oh, I will not watch Sucker Punch. Yeah, no, it's bad. Yeah, I've never seen it. Um, but I, yeah, I would recommend this movie, especially like as Halloween draws closer. I think this mm-hmm. would be a really fun movie to like, you know, have some friends over, maybe grab a few drinks mm-hmm. and sit down and enjoy. It's very Although dark I... and it sets the mood for the upcoming season. I will say, though, if you do put this on as a party movie, you will miss all of the lore, <laughs> which if you're okay with that, that's fine. That is I think true. You can still yeah. enjoy it, but you will probably be like, what the fuck I mean, is going on? I missed a little bit of the lore just because I was like yeah. zoning out, um, just thinking about like all the pretty people in the movie, but I still yeah. feel like I got a good experience out of it. I think yeah. if, if you want to put this on at a party, it's because you want to just see how sexy everyone is in it. <laughs> Um, cause you're not gonna catch any of, like, the plot points at all. You're just gonna be staring at people. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale you know what? Watch and the demonias. Watch it twice. Watch it once for the sexiness, and twice for the lore. Yeah. There is a scene where Michael Sheen chokes a guy in a car. So, yeah. there you go. There you <laughs> there's, go. There's also a point That's where somebody's his eyes king. go totally white, and it's very scary, and I love it. Um, also, can I just say, bold move to have the final battle be between Bill Nye, Nagy, I don't, I looked up how to say his name before this podcast and I'm still fucking it up, um, and the, the bisexual vampire, like, that's the final fight. I would not have pictured that. I thought it was going to be a big shootout, but I kind of, I I don't know, I respect them for doing that. Yeah. I I loved seeing Bill Nye get his head sliced open like a cantaloupe with a, with a (laughs) katana. Wait. there's a video that goes around every now and then it's this guy with a with a sword and he like cuts a watermelon in half and then he goes it will kill and that's what i thought of i feel like you've talked about this guy before i probably have so like bill knight gets his head sliced open and like it's like at a slant and like his brain slides all the way off and i just went it will kill in my head <laughs> it does that dumb action movie thing that I absolutely adore. Please keep doing it. In fact, I haven't seen this in a while. Someone needs to do it. Where they like do the thing where you hear like a slice in the air and then the bad guy looks at them and they're like, I'm fine. And then like after like a full minute of just staring at each other, they fall apart. I love yes. that. It's the, ver- the anime thing too. where you move your sword and then it falls apart. Yes. More that. anime so shit. So good. Th- this would adapt really well into an anime. Honestly, it yes. would. I was so shocked to hear this wasn't adapted from anything. Yeah, I thought maybe like it was something from like the 90s, like a comic book or something, but it's not. Yeah. Which, it- it's like its own concept thing, which is really interesting to me because like this feels like... It should be like a comic book or a manga or an anime or something, but it's not. Most yeah, big fantasy uh, yeah, things I, that are translated to the screen do have some sort of source material, but this one, I love that it's just made for this medium. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that says about like modern cinema because like I cannot think of a of a movie it, 
recently that like has not been based off of some sort of comic book or series or you know a remake nothing, of something nothing oh, like oh, the green knight at least. well the green well, knight yeah. i mean that's based off king arthur but i guess yeah. like yeah i mean i guess a lot of things are based off king arthur so like yeah. it's a pass well and this is kind of based off like you know dracula werewolf yeah everything's gotta have some yeah. sort of yeah thing. the biggest world that i can think of off the top of my head that was made for the cinema was mad max fury road um and just Ooh, the mad max franchise yeah. in general mm-hmm. But even that, you don't really get... Well, I guess you do in The Road Warrior. You get to see how the society kind of functions, but until you get to Fury Road, it's mostly just Max kind of... No. Yeah, no, I stand by my original statement. Yeah, but... I don't know. It's very rare to see, like, really good world building that isn't already expanded upon within, like, comics or, like, TV show format, and then moved into movies nowadays i think i think if you have like a really good like setting and like lore and everything in like a movie concept you got something like super special i feel like and i feel like this movie and then like the matrix is really good with this because like the matrix the matrix wasn't like adapted from something else although i it was very heavily influenced by a lot of like anime and stuff um during the time period because the wachowskis like are just like that (laughs) um but like i don't know it's like very high high concept stuff like that i feel like is like super special because like you don't see it very often um unless it's already been expanded upon in some other format um what was the last um year this an underworld movie came out i think 2016 or 2017 yeah i was about to say i think one came out pretty recently yeah um let me check that again yeah 2016 underworld blood wars was the last one i really kind of want to like this is the opposite of how i feel about the saw movies where like i dread them and i just want to no less after each movie. Uh, this is the opposite, where I'm really eager to like watch the rest of these and know more about this world and the these characters. Yeah, yeah. It's like you you only get like because it's it's only two hours, but like it's like very obviously like they they have like some kind of like Bible written somewhere for like the world building and everything in this and so like you only get like a little taste of like what's going on in here and you can tell there's like a lot more that you know is going on and like they even set it up for like sequels and things and it's like really interesting and um yeah Yeah, I would love love to keep watching these (laughs) 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 yeah I mean and Kate Beckinsale of course yeah Oh my god, there's a chapter on everybody. There's a chapter called Hotness, where it goes over each character and how hot they will be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Even the blonde Uh, lady, like, as soon as she showed up, I was like, I either want to be you, or I want to be with you. Hello. Um, Craven had a really nice outfit at one point. It was like a sparkly front. Like, it was a suit with, like, a sparkly um like lapel and it was like kind of 
like Victorian inspired a little bit, and I was like, I want that suit so bad. <laughs> yeah, honestly, props to the um, do- props to the design department all around. I loved yeah. the look and the feel of this film. And Even the special effects were like really impressive for the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- Props to the props department for making all of those cool bullets. Yes. The, the sunlight bullet was, like, really cool. It was, like, like resin with, like, a kind of, like, glow to it, I think. And, like, I don't know, looking at it, like, the way that the the siding was done, it was, like, like really elaborately carved and looked kind of futuristic. It was really cool looking. <laughs> yeah. Well, do we have any final thoughts? Good movie. (laughs) Uh, Why choose between vampires and werewolves when you could simply be bisexual? Yeah. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Michael should have been like, I want to date both of you. Looking at Michael Sheen and Kate Beckinsale. I mean, that's honestly the ultimate way to, to, you know, form an alliance. Yeah, because he was originally human. So, like, you have, like, the vampire, the werewolf, and the human all in one relationship together. That's, like, it's perfect balance. (laughs) As all things should be. As he's dying, he's like, love wins. (laughs) Rip. This is the future the gays want. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's kind of funny because, like, Michael gets bit by Lucian really early in the film, and you think, oh no, that's a bad thing. And then, like, as they are, like, learn, there's a gay metaphor in here somewhere, or a bisexual metaphor. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Where, like, you're kind of they, right. They think it's, a, like, a really yeah. bad thing, but then, like, they come to accept that, like, you know, this is, like, a good thing, and, like, we need this kind of person in order for things to get better. And then, um, Kate Beckinsale bites him. It's like, you've come full circle. You are now bisexual. <laughs> yes. And then he helps the hot woman in leather destroy a homophobe. It's great. Yep. So no great. Notes. Yeah. There's, uh, a, there's yeah. a bit of marginalized identity stuff is very baked into this um, lore. And you can get a lot out of it if you can understand what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to say it's going super deep with its metaphors or anything. I think they were mostly using it for world building, but there is something here. And it's fun to explore in a fantasy setting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much to everyone for listening. Um, Thank you, Hannah and Marty, for going on this amazing journey. It was fun. If you want to hear more from Netflix and Kill, you can find us on Twitter at Netflix underscore in underscore kill. You can also find us on Patreon where we have all sorts of awesome bonus content and some other rewards for people who want to throw some money our way. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give a special shout out to Jenna and Miyoko. In particular yeah. for being like some of our higher donors and we super Hell appreciate yeah. you. If you want us to read your name off, uh, you can go on Patreon and that's one of our rewards. We read off the names of people who donate at a certain tier or higher. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Jim Yoko. Sup? 
Heck yeah, Jenna and Miyoko, tell us who you want to be, vampire, werewolf, or vampire Ooh, werewolf. yeah. Or do you want to yeah. be bisexual? <laughs> do you want to be bisexual? Uh, and that, with that being said, um, uh, may, may your bisexuality be plentiful. Yeah.